Friends and neighbors, welcome once again to Monster Movie Funtime Go. I am one of your hosts, Precious D. And I am your other host, Honey Bee. That's me opening a Coke. Oh. Honey Bee and I are doing a bit of a recording <laughs> marathon here so that we have this in the can when we are at G-Fest, which at the time of this release, we will have been... At G-Fest already, this, we will be into the second day. Well, it releases at midnight Yay. on Saturday. Saturday is day two of G-Fest. Yeah, baby. <sighs> Come and see us. If you are hearing this and it is Saturday, you still have one day left. Two days. To come and one see and a half us. days? Yeah. Depends on what time Saturday. Two days. If you listen to it at midnight. <laughs> Depends on what time Saturday you're listening. Uh, yeah, but... So today we're discussing Godzilla vs. Destroya, the last of the Heisei-era Godzilla movies. I actually made notes, honeybee. Oh my gosh. Yay, me too. I, before we get into anything, though, I have to say, like, is it Destroya? Because in the movie, it's subtitled <laughs> yes. as Destroyer, and they just pronounce it in Japanese as Destroya, so is it the poster, the English posters and videos and everything say destroy ya. Y A H destroy ya. Not destroyer. Yeah, but so no, I don't feels... know why somebody in charge of something didn't apply some consistency to that. Didn't Yeah, cuz it would be Gojira versus if we were going to do that, I feel like, I don't know. Well, it in, just felt kind of shitty because I'm like, it's destroyer. He's destroyer, but it's pronounced, I don't know, in Japanese as like they say destroya. This, yes, and, so and it it's as like, Gojira Tai Destoraya, but spelled R O I A, not Y A H, in the, in the, you know, in the Wikipedia and the translation. Mm hmm, mm hmm. So, yeah, somebody, whoever was in charge of marketing did not talk with the person in charge of subtitling. Uh, <laughs> it is the 22nd installment in the Godzilla franchise, seventh and final film of the Heisei period. Damn. And it. I can't believe that. It is directed by Takeo Okiwara. Did I say the year? 95, 1995. I didn't tell the folks who we are. I'm Precious D. This is Honeybee. We're two best friends. We're going through the history of kaiju movies in case this is your first episode. We started in 1933 and we're now at 1995. Ow, ow, ow. Uh, and this movie has music by Akira Ifakube. Akira is back. Yeah. I believe this is also his last one. Future films will use some of his themes, but this is the last one that he scored. And I believe it is also the last movie that Momoko Kochi starred in. I believe 
it showed that she was in a TV show or two after this, but this is her last movie before she died. Let's get to the cast. Speaking of Momoko. Oh, it's also uh, 103 minutes. It's in color. It made $34.5 million, 3.5 billion yen, but I don't see what the budget was. Uh, yeah, doesn't say what the budget was, but I'm just going to guess it was successful. I'm going to just decide that it was successful. Fuck yeah. But uh, as I mentioned somewhere else, it got global publicity following an announcement by Toho that the film would feature the death of Godzilla. Uh, it's also the last one produced by Tomoyuki Tanaka before he died. Oh, shit. He's been a producer, Damn, I think, of most of this. this is the end of an era. It is. Our cast is Takuro Tatsumi as Dr. Kensaku Ijun. Yasafumi Hayashi as Kenshi Yamane. Yamane. That oh, is a name love, from back in the first movie. This movie goes back to the beginning Dr. It really Yamani. does, and it's so sweet, and I yes. love it so much. I love seeing flashbacks of baby Kenji. <laughs> <laughs> Yoko Ishino as Yukari Yamane. Megumi Odaka as Miki Sagusa. This is her last... Yay! This is her last Godzilla movie. I can't believe Ooh, they didn't bring her back man. for Final Wars. They didn't bring her back for Final Wars. That's not. That's not right. That's bullshit. Was she alive? Yeah, she's still around. She's still around. But they did not ask her to come back for Final Wars. Anyway, Dude. Sayaka Osawa as Meru Ozawa. Saburo Shindo uh, as Professor Fukazawa. Akira Nako as Commander Taki Aso. Does this guy keep getting demoted? Wasn't he a major in the last movie? Uh. Momoko Kochi as Amiko Yamane. Momoko Kochi as Amiko oh, Yamane. Shit. She is a Emiko oh, from the original movie. We have a cast member from the original Yay. movie in this one. There were other people still alive but at the time, but she's the one that's in this. Masahiro Takashima as Major Sho Kuroki. Takahiro Murata as Sochiro Hayami, Yukari's editor. Shiguru Kamiyama as Goto. Kenpachiro Satsuma as Godzilla. Royo Haya Haraya as Destroya. And Hurricane Ryo as Godzilla Jr. Hi! Uh, honeybee. Initial thoughts? Yes. Any, any opening thoughts? Um, oh man, I don't even know where to begin. I, oh God, <laughs> this is so sad. It's so sad that we're like, I just feel like we're really at the end of something here and this movie really just shoves that in your face, and rubs your nose in it. <laughs> but also I will say that uh, Destroya easily to as the movie goes on he gets like cooler and cooler and cooler and better and better and better and i will say that i do think that destroya has taken number one spot for me <laughs> for kaiju that godzilla has fought yeah. because it was Ghidorah, i think you know mm -hmm. like number one. Oh, this is by far my favorite 
um, yeah. like bad guy. Yeah. You know, he's a he's a beast. I mean, he's... well, I think Space Godzilla was also like really badass, but. I feel like that kind of goes without saying because it's like Godzilla fighting himself, basically. But, you know, like this guy, holy shit, man. There's, it's so He's cool. basically Godzilla's original foe come back to kill him again, to kill the new Godzilla. Because remember, this is a new Godzilla. Mm-hmm. And they were, there's a little contradiction here, I think, maybe. In the American, well, in the American version of, Godzilla returns. Raymond Burr says they never found the body and leads us to believe that this could be the original Godzilla returning. But I don't think they say that in the Japanese version. But in the Showa era movies, Godzilla dies in the first one and then another Godzilla shows up in the second one. So now we're back to the idea that the original Godzilla was killed and a second Godzilla showed up. I think the Japanese Return of Godzilla lets us think that, but the American one wants us to think that it could be the original. But mm. in this movie, they refer a number of times to the original Godzilla was destroyed by the Oxygen Destroyer. I think this is the first time anyone's yeah. mentioned uh-huh. the Oxygen Destroyer since it the is. first movie. And we get actual flashbacks. I loved that. Godzilla Raids again, I think, mentioned it because it does have Dr. Yamani in it. But since then, nobody's brought it up. Yeah, but we actually, yeah, we got to see like the flashbacks of like Serizawa, like sacrificing himself, like with for, you know, and destroying all of the research on the oxygen destroyer and all of that. And, And I really, really love that about this movie especially because i felt like um the last movie the last godzilla movie was so good and this one there was like less um things happening like it was Mm -hmm. a little bit slower pace like there was just less uh surprises less things happening things really built up also the scene transitions in this movie were driving me banana sandwich like they're not very good like (laughs) it's it's so random Oh God, I, I hated it. Every time I'd just be like, Oh, why? (laughs) But, um, it was like, they were trying to do this cool thing where it'd be like blackout and then next scene. And it just was not a smooth transition every single time. It would like really take me out of the scene, Uh but whatever, super, super random thing. (laughs) Also, I thought it was funny that we changed the baby's name again. Like first he was baby Godzilla and then he was little Godzilla and now he's junior. (laughs) Yes, yes, I noticed that too. Um, so let's get into the plot. I've actually made notes this time, so I'm going to try to just do it Woo-hoo. like we used to. We start off with a roar. Yes. We just hear Godzilla's yes. roar. And then we're told that Birth Island is gone. Somebody in a helicopter is like, hey. G-Force, <laughs> a G-Force helicopter. Yeah, G-Force helicopter. I guess they were going to check. I don't know what the difference between Birth Island and Infant Island and Monster Island. Well, I know Monster Island and <laughs> Infant Island are two different things. I'm not sure what Birth Island, but they mentioned it in one of the other ones. But I can't remember if, uh, well, I guess that's where, is that where Baby Godzilla was born? Rodan and Baby Godzilla were born in Birth Island? Is that why it's yeah, I guess so. called that? But it wasn't called, it wasn't called that then. They called it, but else. I think. They were calling in that in one of the other movies. I can't remember if it was the most recent one. 
anyway, it's gone. It's just I don't know, but it's we just see a gone. bunch of bubbles and it looks like blood. Yeah. Like coming from the water. It's like bubbles and red. So they went to go check on Godzilla and baby Godzilla and the island's just gone. And then we see burning Godzilla. Which I have a little action figure of that version. This is just like, oh, really cute. I got it on it's sale. It's just like a roided out Godzilla. Yeah, well, but he's like hot. He's. It looks like he's got lava burning underneath his skin and it's peeking through in various points. And his breath looks more like fire. Spicy. It's red now instead of the blue that it, the sort of bluish white that it normally is. So there's a big, yeah. they yeah, have a big UN red. meeting. And they decide that or figure out that Birth Island was destroyed by some sort of fission reaction that was uh, naturally occurring in the strata. And it caused an eruption of hot water and it seems to have affected Godzilla. And then a cute girl comes on the television to report to them from the G Center in America. And her name is Meru Ozawa. But she's clearly Japanese and speaks Japanese, but she's working at the G-Center in America. And tells them to stand by for Professor Marvin, (laughs) who then gives us some science stuff about Godzilla's reactor heart. And that he has an interesting thesis that somebody sent him on a little computer disc about Godzilla's, about how Godzilla's uh, whole reactor, nuclear system is biology his nuclear reactor biology works and it's from some college boy who turns out to be the son of dr yamane's adopted son dang escandalo so <laughs> no remember because, the first yeah because there was godzilla because si- godzilla killed all of his family yes so that that's why yamane adopted him right and we I remember we talked about this way back when we watched that movie. This kid Sanichi, his whole family gets yes. killed, and then he just starts hanging out. He just nobody, <laughs> nothing formal is ever said exactly, but just suddenly he's just with Yamane. He's just like, I am here now. Yep. Yeah, and, I go everywhere with and you. And this is just like okay, yeah, sure. Nobody, nobody says, oh, your family died. Come stay with us. He just does and they never really talk about it but apparently according to this movie he formally adopted him at some point and the guy took his name took his name Yamane I love you Kenichi (laughs) so uh, yeah I wrote down uh, the random kid from the original (laughs) and uh, that kid who wrote the thesis his sister is a reporter apparently uh famous enough reporter that the person he's telling this to is like, Oh, your sister's that reporter. She's on the TV enough Mm -hmm. that people know who she is. So I think it's not just the local news. And he says, whoops, I'm accidentally taking pictures with my phone. (laughs) And he says, I wrote down this line of his, he wanted to be a scientist like his father or his grandfather or whatever, but, or his father wanted him to be a scientist like his father, but he got bad grades or some shit. I don't know. Anyway, he says the Japanese like to congregate and discuss. It's a bad habit. We see them do that multiple times in the movie. They congregate and they discuss. And then uh, Miki Sagusa calls. Oh, so anyway, some guy from G-Force has gone to this kid 
to get him to, you wrote this thesis, we want you to come work for us. And he's like, eh, I'm not interested. Then uh, Miki Sagusa calls. And he's like, wait, that's Miki? Yes. He's like, that's Miki Sagusa? And he's like, yeah. He's like, I'll come work for you. It's really weird. I'll come. I'll start right now. Yeah. And <laughs> It's not weird. He He's a fan. I, he's like a huge Godzilla fan. He knows who she is. I guess. But then we never see at any point the rest of the movie. We don't see we don't shit. see that like he has a crush on her or that he admires her work or what the thing was that made him instantly change his mind. Cause he, he doesn't interact with her directly much at all. And there's no point where he's saying, uh, Oh, I read the paper you wrote on psychic powers or, Oh, you're so beautiful or, Oh, whatever. <laughs> so I just found that really weird. <laughs> They don't follow up on it. Uh, no. I didn't think so. I, I I thought I thought it was literally just like, oh, like he was a fan. You know, he the first moment that they see each other is like a little awkward because he's like interjecting and someone says, you're just here to observe. Shut the fuck up. And so then, you know, <laughs> through the rest of the movie, it's like all actiony and all the monster shit's happening. So they have to work together. And it's really just like a matter of, OK, now we're equals and they don't necessarily agree or see like agree on the same things right away. And so it's kind of like they're at not at an odds with each other, but I just feel like there wasn't, I, I just didn't think it was as weird as you right. did, I guess. Well, he seems very interested most of the time though, in killing Godzilla and Miki does not want to kill Godzilla. She certainly doesn't want to kill junior. Of course. Yeah. Which by the way, junior's eyes were and Godzilla's eyes too, but mostly junior's eyes remind me of Yoli's. <laughs> <laughs> That's my dog, ladies and gentlemen. She's here with me. <laughs> Poor Yoli. Yoli. And she has very beautiful oh, brown they eyes. They freak out my sister. Um, <laughs> Yoli, something happened to her leg. She's got a pinched nerve or something, and she can't use her back left leg right now. We took her to the doctor. She's got some medication, and she seems to be starting to use it a little bit. But she's in the room with me right now because as we're recording this, Fourth of July weekend, and there's fireworks freaking around. Mm. So anyway, uh, he is suddenly all in and wants to join up. Then we see a scientist guy talking about micro oxygen, which makes no goddamn sense. Yeah, especially when it's like the micro oxygen is growing. Like what? <laughs> He's uh, being interviewed by the reporter, Yamane. And uh, I just kept saying the kid and the reporter in my notes. I couldn't remember their names. <laughs> um, <laughs> she's interviewing him about this micro oxygen, which he thinks is can be used to help things grow bigger or some shit. But mm-hmm. how is it micro? I don't understand. I mean, oxygen is made of of molecules like anything else and the individual molecules are already microscopic. I don't know how he thinks he's going to make them any smaller. And I don't know how else you're going to, if you're not making them individual molecules smaller, what are you making smaller? How are you micronizing it? It makes no sense. But she points out that, this sounds like it could be dangerous, and he's like, oh, surely humans wouldn't use this as a weapon, even though they totally it's could. Not humans. And I'm like, no of course way. they will. <laughs> uh, what I, and I wrote here, not from Emiko. 
Note, note. Okay, <laughs> that's yeah. ladies and gentlemen. It's been a while, but that's I remind square. you <laughs> that Precious D cannot read his own writing. And if you have our bingo squares <laughs> from Patreon, it is a it is a square. Is so it? Go ahead and put your bingo uh, down. Yeah, that you can't read your notes. Okay. Or you don't know what you wrote in your right? notes. Yeah. Somebody in the hallway hands her a note from Emiko. And I couldn't find him in the credits, but I believe this actor is the dumb dumb in the suit from a couple of movies ago. Godzilla versus Mothra, I think it was. Remember the three of them go to the island and one of them's wearing a two-piece suit? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it's that. Yeah, yeah. I believe it's that actor. Oh, I did not notice. Yeah. And um, little one, we also find out that the little one is missing. Miki is looking for the little one. I also wrote a note here to myself. I've been meaning to bring this up and I keep forgetting. Miki Sagusa has gigantic ears. And I love them. Oh, okay. <laughs> they are like, just what? They're adorable. so cute. They are. She's beautiful. She really is. I and I love her. I loved her pixie cut, uh-huh. but I really love her hair. See, I think her mom. I love it. I think the, like the movie where she had the Karen hair. I think uh, kind of hid her ears a little bit, but they are back in full display <laughs> in this movie. Also, oh, I love the other it. girl. Has really cute outfits. Her, they're her uniform. Miki's just wearing clothes. Murray. Yeah, Mar- it's Miki Mura? and Mura. Miki and Mura are hanging out together. Amora. Mura. Yeah. She's the one from the American branch. Because she's on the TV from America, but then at some point she just shows up. So. She's like, "Hey, y'all." I'm here now. Oh yeah, I got some psychic training too. I hope it'll go away though. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Emiko, uh, uh, Emiko is worried that micro-oxygen is like Serizawa's uh, oxygen destroyer. Uh, I mean, they both have oxygen in the name. I guess if you make oxygen <laughs> small enough, you'll end up destroying it. I'm not sure how they're meant to actually be related, but this does turn out to be the case. Uh, <laughs> but she's right. Yes. The reporter talks to the scientist about it. And then we get cut to Tokyo Bay undersea tunnel construction site where they are experiencing abnormal temperatures uh, in Taiwan, off Taiwan. No, there's mm-hmm. tunnel accidents. And then we get a report that there's uh, abnormal temperatures off of Taiwan. And it's not Godzilla. I think it is Godzilla, though. Uh, I don't know why I wrote that. Then there's another meeting. They talk about Godzilla heating up and then he might explode and destroy everything. He'll either keep getting bigger or explode. Yes. <laughs> one of the two. One one or the other is going to happen. We're not exactly sure yet. <laughs> if he explodes, it could cause a chain reaction that will ignite the atmosphere and destroy everything. And then we even get this little kind of like snippet of like them showing. Yes, us that. they show it happening. <laughs> like but them showing the world on fire. I was like, wait, what? Wait, what? And then it was like going to the next scene. Like, oh, okay, no. But they don't ever say that. Oh, here's a simulation that way. Th- I kept expecting it to cut to somebody going, yeah. and that's the simulation of what could happen. So it seems like they just showed us that simulation for the audience's benefit. Just so we would know how intense it will be or could be. <laughs> then we see uh, Mr. Scientist, Dr. Scientist, 
has gone to visit the tunnel and he's coming out and the reporters are all asking him, what are you doing here? Why are you here? And he says, I'm here because here at the bottom of the sea lies a great scientist. And we find out this is the tunnel where the original Godzilla was destroyed or the tunnel. The tunnel's going under the water into under the area where Godzilla was destroyed. And uh, yeah, the reporter and the scientists are spending a lot of time together talking about stuff and they go to dinner on a boat little ship that cruises around the harbor, I guess, with a restaurant on it, and talk about the time when there was no oxygen on Earth in the Precambrian era, 2.5 billion years ago. I think this is kind of correct. I'm not, I didn't look it up. I know there was a time when, I wouldn't say there was no oxygen on the Earth, but there wasn't much oxygen. And then this new life form came along that started spewing oxygen into the atmosphere. Killing oh. everything that couldn't deal with it. Just just breathing all over everything. Yes, this new life form called plants. <laughs> we're breathing in the carbon dioxide and spewing out oxygen. And there were things living on the planet that couldn't deal with that. And they all died. But the ones that could adapt to that thrived. But I think that might have been earlier than... I mean, it was pre-Cambrian, but it might have been pre-Pre-Cambrian. I don't know. I didn't look it up. This idea, this becomes important because the idea is that the oxygen destroyer, they figure this out later, may have sort of woken up and reactivated a Precambrian life form that doesn't breathe oxygen, that was laying dormant in the strata underneath the water where Godzilla was killed. So by removing the oxygen from the immediate area, this thing was able to kind of wake up. And it was a little tiny thing, but it starts growing. Yeah. They have a meeting and the general is very mad that he can't attack Godzilla. Because if they attack him, he might blow up. Kenshiro, the kid, wants to use the oxygen destroyer and we get a flashback. And he wants Yukari to contact Dr. Ijun. He wants his sister, the reporter. To contact scientist guy. And then we see a guard in an aquarium witness what looks like somebody (laughs) using the oxygen destroyer. He sees a plant, a a fish dying like the way the experimental ones did in the first movie. All of the fish too. It's like a whole aquarium. And all of a sudden it's just the water dissolving all of the fish, just a pile of fish skeletons. But his freak out, the way he freaks out, I was like, oh damn, this man should have had a bigger part. (laughs) (laughs) He made the most of what he had. Yeah, he did. Uh, The brother and sister debate with the scientist, and he says that if the oxygen destroyer had been used above ground, Tokyo would have been a graveyard, would be a graveyard. Then they get a call from the aquarium. Uh, And that's where he goes and he talks about the Precambrian microorganism triggered in the strata, resurrected by the oxygen destroyer. And once it touched the air, it evolved abnormally. And I guess it touched the air because they were digging a tunnel. I'm not sure. And he also somehow figures out that micro oxygen is already spread. I guess the microorganism, the micro oxygen that he was working on in his lab has got out. 
I don't fucking yeah. know. I don't get it. I don't get the microaxis Yeah, it didn't make any thing. sense. Even as the movie goes, it, it never makes no. sense. Like, even, like, there's that one point where there's, like, a meter on a screen that is measuring the micro-oxygen, yeah. and all of a sudden, these, like, red lines just shoot uh-huh. up, and it's, like, immeasurable amount of yes. micro-oxygen. Yes. I'm just like, I don't fucking In know, In English. <laughs> and Godzilla is spotted 300 miles north of Okinawa, and he's headed towards Japan. A bunch of dead whales indicate that the little one is maybe still alive and killing whales. And Miki tries to find them, but she can't. And then destroyers start destroying. Yes. Also, when Miki says, where are you, little one? I was like, oh, (laughs) my heart. It's so sweet. I love her. Yeah. So the destroyers show up. uh, Do they just come out of that tunnel? I think. Yeah, it is so sick with his like little snoot and his crab legs. Yeah. And then either the police, teethy snoot, <laughs> either the police or the military or the G force or all of the above start rolling out. So check that off your bingo card. They have sirens and lights, whoever yeah. they are. I noticed one of them said S six unit. There's a mm. so then we get this fight between the soldiers and the destroyers. And we hear the a Sigma and Omega unit talking to each other over the uh, the walkie-talkies. And they fight monsters in a building. And uh, the monsters come out on top. The doctor yeah, so tries to... Badass. I wrote doctor tries to warn. I'm not sure who he's trying to warn. I wrote tiny toy cryolation yes. is my next uh, note. <laughs> I wrote... Uh, First, I wrote that the soldiers have an aliens type scanner, like from Alien, from Aliens, the second Alien movie. Mm-hmm. And then we see a little bit later that the destroyers have the alien double mouth thing. So I, that was mm-hmm. a little annoying. Mm-hmm. That was totally a ripoff, and that pissed me off. It did. I liked it. It's just, it's they're just stealing. I think Destroyer just got better and better and better and better. Like every time he like evolved, it was better. I just didn't appreciate them just so very blatantly stealing that design element. <laughs> um, the destroyers have a very unusual breath weapon. It kind of looks like it makes a portal when it hits you and blasts through you, but this never comes up. Yeah, it's super cool. It's cool, but they never talk about it or analyze it or anything. Do it. And a reporter lady gets trapped. And that's when we see the alien double mouth thing. And one of the destroyers has her trapped in a police car and is just determined to fucking kill her rather than going, oh, this has got a crunchy shell. I'll just move on to the next thing. No, it is going to get into that car. <laughs> Doctor shows up to save her, sort of. And then the <laughs> soldiers start using flamethrowers instead of guns. And those seem to work. And they just melt the fuck out of the that one destroyer. Uh, Godzilla is now at the Strait of Bungo looking for a reactor. And then they talk about activating the Super X-3. It is taking off. It's a super plane. It's got cadmium-tipped missiles and cryogenic weapons. A laser that can freeze anything below 200 degrees centigrade or Celsius. One or the other. Which is nonsense. A laser can't freeze things. That's not how light works. Not possible. Movie magic. Light works however the fuck we need <laughs> it to in this moment. 
And I had to look this up. I was, they were like, uh, who's going to pilot this thing? And they're like, well, who do you think? There's only one man who can. And then they do a bit of a reveal, like his hat's covering his face. And then he lifts it up and we see his face. And I'm like, yeah. So I had to look it up. It was Major Shokuroki, who was the pilot of SX2, Super X2, in Godzilla vs. Biolante. So they they brought that actor back to and character back, and that was supposed to be a big deal, but it went right past me. <laughs> so uh, the X three attacks Godzilla, and the freeze stuff seems to be working. And then the pilot tells him, "Okay, he's gonna stay frozen for about six hours, and then it's up to you." And then we <laughs> cut to the guys in headquarters going, "Well, time's almost up." <laughs> And Godzilla's reactor seems to be under control. And then somebody talks about the cryogen weapon will neutralize the micro-oxygen in the creatures. That's their hope, I guess. They're going to attack. They're going to use the cryo weapons against the destroyers, which right now are just creatures. They're not called destroyer yet. And we find out that the other girl has ESP training in America. And Miki talks about her power is weakening, and that's why she can't find the little one. And uh, Muras is like, oh, I can't wait for my powers to weaken so I can get married and have a normal life. Um, I'm like, okay, you can't do that with the SP? I don't know. Nope. No, because then I would know when my boyfriend slash husband is lying to me and it would ruin the power <laughs> dynamic in any normal relationship. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Godzilla comes ashore, but it's the little one. And they're all like, oh, he's not the little one anymore. He's Godzilla. He's a Godzilla, a Gojira, or Godzilla Jr. And Senior senses this and is moving towards Junior. Junior is going north to the Bering Sea to Adnoa Island? Adnora Island? I don't know. Once again, I can't read my writing. (laughs) Godzilla's temperature is going up to 900 degrees and he's melting from the inside. So they thought they had his reaction under control with the cold and the cadmium and everything, but he's melting from the outside. And if he goes into meltdown, it'll cause a China syndrome and a nitrogen explosion. No. Bore a hole into the earth. Bring in the tiny toy crier laser. The China China syndrome refers to the idea that if a nuclear reactor um, fucks up uh, it could and falls through its casing, it might start burning through the concrete underneath it and theoretically bore all the way through the earth to China, to the other side, to China, which, of course, if this happens in Japan, the other side's not in China. This can't at all actually happen. <laughs> and anytime anything close to it has happened, it's only gone down just a tiny bit, a few inches, a few feet, something like that. 
but if it did start going down, the problem would be once it hits some groundwater, it would cause horrible radioactive steam <laughs> to be released and poison who knows how many people. But even if it somehow kept going down, once it got to the center of the Earth, it would stop. There would be no reason for it to start moving against the pull of gravity and come out the other side. But any real scientist that talks about that knows that it, that can that's not actually going to be the end result. But there had just been a popular movie around this time called The China Syndrome about that. So I think that's why they mentioned it. But that was that movie was based on a true story, though, right? I believe so, or at least a thing that could happen. I don't yes. know that I've ever seen the whole thing. It, it, oh, I know what happened. It was that they the movie came out. Yes. And then shortly after that, it actually happened right. is what it yes. was. Yes. There was actually yeah. an accident. It yeah. didn't actually bore all the way down yes. to China. <laughs> right, right. No, right. Yeah. But yeah, it was the, the accident that happened was very similar to yeah. the movie. And I actually didn't know about this, but you, you, Gus and I watched it like last year. Mm -hmm. Yes. The three, three mile island uh, thing. Yeah, it was a big deal when I was a kid. Anyway, Godzilla's going to melt down in a week or less. <laughs> The reporter is reporting from their helicopter over Tokyo Bay, where martial law is in effect. And even though the flamethrowers were very effective, they've exchanged them now for cold weapons. And we see a bunch of cryo laser tanks and cannons roll out and get in position to fight the destroyers. And the creatures are gathering and the micro-oxygen levels are rising, and this is the part you mentioned earlier where the <laughs> computer readout just says, yeah. impossible to measure. And then somehow, inside of a building, while we're not looking, the creatures all do a <laughs> Voltron and assemble into one big creature. Yeah, I my note is literally like, I wish they would have showed it, because it was just like, all of a sudden, he just, and then he's this guy, which... This guy that he becomes kind of looks like, um, man, I wish I could remember what it is. Like, I think it's like Taruk. Taruk Makto is what it's called. In, like the guy who, it's the, the big Ikran in Avatar, the big, big one. He really looks like that. Like his head is shaped the same way. And like, that's what he looks like. And I was like, ooh, this is so cool. This like version where he's bigger. Are you talking about the- And I didn't think he was going to get- Are you talking about the new Avatar? Huh? Are you talking about the new Avatar movie? Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. No, not the new one. The original? The, the original. Oh, I saw the original once and I hated mm -hmm. it and haven't watched it again. So. Boo. Uh, that's, but he does, he's shaped the same it's way. It's a conversation for like, another day. Like his head is shaped the same way. I'm pretty sure we've had it. Um, I'm pretty sure they know. But we haven't if recorded. this is your first time, you don't. But Have we recorded me yeah, bitching yeah, about no, Avatar? Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Style over substance. Also, me and... Me and Philip were hanging out the other day and we were talking about Jim Carrey and I told him every time I hear Jim Carrey, all I can think is your voice saying, who's that rubber faced bastard I hate? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Anyway, the doctor says uh, micro oxygen doesn't have that power. What does? The oxygen destroyer. These are then of destroy uh, or destroyers or something. <laughs> And then they have an argument about whether or not to use Destroya to destroy Godzilla. And we should use Godzilla Jr. to lure Godzilla. Think of the world. You can't just think of baby Godzilla. 
and Tokyo, you have to think of the whole world. Yes. Oh. Send him out. Use the baby as bait. Yes, and evacuate Tokyo to 300 kilometers. Uh, the the ESP ladies get in a helicopter after arguing about it. Then they get in a helicopter, <laughs> lure ESP Junior. Yeah. They lure Junior. They close their eyes and think, follow us, Junior. And he does. Destroy us <laughs> flying over Tokyo, which has not been evacuated. And we get some panic in the streets. Destroya appears to first kick Junior's ass, but no, Junior is back up, and the ladies watch. Destroya oh my gosh. reforms. Oh my gosh, so intense. Yes. When yeah, yeah, he does. When he like has him pinned down. Oh, I was. Oh man, it's so hard to watch, especially with the girls, you know, because you get their emotions too, and it's just like no. And then all of a sudden he's up, just like blowing his atomic breath. I was like, yes. <laughs> Let's go. Monster fight. You know, I I was thinking about this too when I was watching this movie. Is like I don't like watch like boxing or UFC or anything like that, but I could watch kaiju battles all day. Uh-huh. Well, so we fun. need to do so an episode good. once uh sometime about big kaiju battle, which mm. is a thing where guys put on kaiju suits and do wrestling. Shut have I, have I not mentioned this before? <gasps> no. Uh, yeah, I first discovered it when I lived in New York. I didn't get to actually see it in person, but I... Oh, But they do it in that... They still do it. Word. They still do it. And they did it when I lived in that area, but I didn't get the chance. But I had ordered like a VHS tape off the internet. Now I think you can oh find some of it. And I still have a sticker on one of my um, portfolios that I got with that. VHS and I looked them up oh when I gosh. know remembered it I looked it up and it still exists and I think there's some YouTube stuff who wants to kaiju battle so they'll like uh right put here, little cardboard right buildings now. in the ring as with their fights and stuff yes oh my god I have to see we'll this. have to see if we can get somebody from it to come on the show uh junior anyway yes. meanwhile back in the movie junior blasts some of the legs off of destroyer <laughs> Yeah, take that, you and bitch. And then Papa Godzilla shows up. Hey, Daddy. But Destroya pierces Junior in the chest with his double mouth thing and absorbs his energy oh, and injects, God. according to the doctor, absorbs his energy and injects micro-oxygen into him. Because the, they're also like, in a helicopter part, watching I shit. I, I had a physical, like... My jaw was on the floor. Oh. Like, I was like, no! Like, what? Because, okay, because this movie was not advertised to me as Godzilla's gonna die. Right. Oh, okay? you didn't I did know. I not know that. I mean, so, no, I had no freaking idea. So, I keep thinking, like, Godzilla's gonna make this comeback. He's gonna come uh, back. He's It's gonna be fine. Like, it was right. so rough. I had already seen it before. Especially this part. I don't know if I knew when I, the oh, first time God. I saw it, that what was gonna happen, but I did. And, Knew it this time. Uh, Junior blasts really hard. And suddenly it's night and Godzilla's in the city, which is still not evacuated because we see some cars driving by, some car lights happening. <laughs> and I think that might just be, we took some night footage and there just happened to be some cars. Godzilla and yeah, Junior are calling so. to each other. Destroya reaches. It's so. Oh my God. 
Do you remember that movie that we watched where I'm pretty sure it was Godzilla. It was a Godzilla movie where um, the monsters had like talking bubbles. Yes, that was a Godzilla movie. Yeah. Oh God, I much prefer yeah. this. Like just like roar, screech, roar. And I thought roar, like back. And they forward. did a really good job of they even Junior is physically smaller, but he also is just kind of shaped a little bit differently. He moves. Yeah, he has a little bit of a different snoot, and he's like a little bit lean. Yeah, forward. they gave him a, his own, you know, physical personality. He leans forward more. His mm-hmm. neck seems a little longer, and I just really appreciated mm-hmm. that. And of course, it's a di- different yeah. actor in the suit, so he's, but he's not trying to imitate the other guy. He's giving him his own movement. Destroya reaches his final Pokemon form. His final. Form. I wrote GTFO Doctor and Reporter. <laughs> hey. Get the fuck out. Doctor calls G-Force HQ to request Super X3 to freeze Godzilla if he starts melting down. And then there's a monster, more monster fight. Monster fight! Round two, fight. (laughs) Does, uh, Destroya snatches Junior. Did I mention? Yes, Destroya flies. I I mentioned that earlier. Destroya can fly. Straight yoinks him. Oh, right before that, though, right before he gets yoinked, one of the pilots like getting ready for liftoff. And he's like, there goes our budget for the next year. If there is a yes. next year. And I was just like, damn, this dude ain't even scared. He just pissed. That was the guy. That was the pilot from uh, from the previous movie. That was yeah. him being all snarky and cool. Uh, yeah, he snatches up Junior and drops him on a building. And the copter goes down, but the ladies are okay. And they stand next to Junior crying. And then the reporter, I think it's the reporter, somebody says, Gojira is crying. Oh, God. I can't. And somebody else says, I think it's Miki, says this may be Godzilla's last battle. Oh, God. Yeah, this may be Godzilla's last battle. Destroyer's got some kind of a claw on his tail, which he uses to grab Godzilla and drag him around. And then... uh, the news copter comes in and rescues Miki and Mura. And I bet. Yeah, they, they jumped out of the helicopter apparently yes. right before it gets destroyed. I think it's and back also, at HQ point, that they're like, realized... come and call the, the guy, the kid is like, uh, call the news copter, get him to save Miki. Because they suddenly remember that he cares about Miki. <laughs> yeah, it was also at this point that I realized that the girls were wearing unk unk yes. hats. <laughs> Yeah, I love Mora's little beret that she wears most of the time. And Miki's got a, a more yeah. baseball cap style one. Um, mm-hmm. And then, oh, they start playing the Godzilla march. As oh, Godzilla's like, God. all right, it's time to just kick some ass. But Destroya uses a horn sword on him. He's got a horn on his head and he just does this kind of whoosh, whoosh. And Godzilla slashes Destroya with his claws and the general comments, what a monster. Not even the oxygen destroyer can destroy Godzilla. And then I don't know exactly what happened here. The smaller destroyers, he broke up into the smaller destroyers yes. again. Yeah, basically Godzilla just like zaps his ass and he like falls backwards. And then we don't even get to see it pretty much like it became yeah. it. We And we didn't get to see it. It just unbecame and and we didn't get to see it either and uh they dogpile on godzilla but he seems to oh god but then he gets up 
it's not clear that he's defeated them, but he's he not falls down, but then he gets back up again because you're never going to keep him down. The ladies get rescued by the news chopper, <laughs> and Godzilla's back on the move. I get back. SX3 is ready to fire when Godzilla gets too hot. Godzilla finds Junior. Dude, and this whole time, this whole freaking time, I guess after he finds Junior, but like, I just kept thinking like, okay, Junior's going to show up and they're going to kick his ass together. Like, Junior, Junior's not, like, there's no way. He's going to get back up and they're going to do it together. And I just kept waiting and waiting for this to happen. And it just never <laughs> happened. Uh, Godzilla finds Junior laying there and it looks like he's still kind of a little bit alive. And Godzilla kind of yeah, he just looks up at breathes him. some oh. he breathes some energy onto him, but then he appears to die. He doesn't it you know I thought he was gonna pop up, but he doesn't. And then suddenly, he never does. and Godzilla starts sort of bursting energy, and Destroyer shows up again, back in his big form, and shoots Godzilla in the back like a fucking bitch. Does another bitch. tail fling, and the meltdown starts. Uh, the cryo stuff is ready. Godzilla shoots a burst and beams at Destroya. Lasers shoot Destroya, who falls on... They they say he was going to fall on top of Godzilla, but then he doesn't. He misses him. Godzilla finally reaches the critical uh, temperature of 1,200 degrees. Melts down, literally starts melting. The lasers fire. There's sad music. Somebody, I can't remember. I didn't write down who. Somebody says, what radioactivity? Sparkles are coming off of Godzilla as he melts. and Godzilla, Mothra, space yeah. glitter. And then Miki takes off her hat as Godzilla dies. I'm actually getting sad here. Oh, it's so sad, dude. It's so fucking sad oh like you remember that time that godzilla fell into that volcano and we just had to like hear him scream and it was so sad and then the next movie they replayed it and it was just like come on this was 10 times worse so so sad uh, godzilla is destroyed leaving tokyo a ghost town says someone and is it mura says is this our atonement mura and miki are talking i can't remember which says one of them says is this our atonement and the other says for what and the other one says the misuse of science and nuclear energy remember folks don't whatever you do you mustn't misuse science and then miki says damn it miki says my work with godzilla is finished oh no (laughs) the radiation levels are dropping Apparently because Godzilla Jr. is absorbing the radiation. And then there's this, there's, you know, cloud of dust and we sort of zoom forward and, and there's a silhouette. And then as we get closer, we see that it's Jr. Who's, he's absorbed the radiation. He's standing up again and there is, he's silently roaring. We can't hear him roaring. And then, Eventually, we do actually hear his roar, and the credits roll over footage from the older films, the original, the original films, but then parts of I think Godzilla Returns, and I'm not sure what else. 
I did not think I was going to get that emotional talking about Godzilla dying and it's, Miki's work being done. It's so, it's so sad. Five stars. Five oh. stars. Five stars. I mean, just fucking wow. Just wow. I, I don't know. Between this one and the last one, just I can't. I can't even, yeah. man. They're just so good. And... And this one, like I like I said, I never, you know, you always, especially when you've seen this many fucking movies. What are we on, like, 17? Like, when you've seen this many movies and you know that every time, you know, he's going to get back up. And he, he may get fucked up for a second, but then he's going to get back up. And, you know, and it was just like, nah, man. I just, I... Oh, God, it was no. so <laughs> killer. I could not... When the movie ended, I could not believe it was over. Like, I was like, are you fucking kidding me right now? Like, holy shit, dude. And then even just moments in the movie, like, when when Junior, when the fucking Destroyer just, like, stabs him in the heart. Like, oh, God, that was... The, I, I, I physically... I had an outburst. Like, I was like, no, what is happening? What is this? Oh, so good. Five stars. This is the, I think I mentioned earlier, it's not 17. This is the 22nd film in the Godzilla franchise. Oh, that my is gosh. just counting the ones with Godzilla. Seconds. That's not counting Mothra by herself or Ooh. Rodan by himself. That is just the ones that have Godzilla in them. 22nd. Holy yep. shit. We're so cool. All right. That's going to wrap it up, folks. We've been recording for a few hours now. You wouldn't know that because. I'm split up into multiple episodes. <laughs> Next week, God help us, we will be watching Mighty Morphin Power Rangers the movie. Yay! Which, oh, oh, which oh, oh, is oh, oh, available, oh. <laughs> which I found on YouTube, just uploaded by some Daddy. dude. More than one dude has uploaded Power Rangers to YouTube. Um, I think you can actually purchase it on various places if you want, but. You might be able to find it for free on YouTube. Godzilla vs. Destroya, you can find oh, yeah. on all the places, but also for oh. free on Pluto.tv. Did we also say where we are today? Yes, we did. We're at G Fest. In this I think we did. In this I episode, think we did. though. Folks, we I think I think we did in the in no. the last one. We were like, next week we'll be yes, in we're recording Chicago. We recorded this on like January second. Not January. <laughs> July, July second. <laughs> but what year is we it? are releasing it on the day that we are at G Fest in Chicago. So if you're at G Fest, come find us. Yeah. Or if you're listening to this and you're in the Chicago area and it's like midnight on Saturday, you still have two days. So come take a picture yeah. with us. So uh, that's going to wrap it up for today. I have been Precious D. And I have been Honeybee. Remember to keep calm and take shelter in basements. And for fuck's sake, please don't misuse science. We won't see you, but you will hear us next time on Monster Movie Fun Time Go. You've been listening to Monster Movie Fun Time Go. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and review us on your podcasting platform of choice. Our theme song is by the Texacato Folk Rock Punk featuring Lita Lopez. You can support the show, find links to our social media, and even leave us a voice message at anchor.fm slash mnftg. Go!